When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You know what the fuck it is? Aries and Andy, chewing the jerk. You know it's time to get this work. The real raw, gutter, uncut cocaine. No political corrections. Always sleep. Fuck being awoke. We discuss politics and jokes. There's levels to this shit. Before you were sucking on your mama's tit. Aries Spears don't give a fuck. We talk about race a lot. Racism. Sexism. Much love to my loyal bitch bag holders. Rollers, clip loaders. We got them in the folders. The whole world on our shoulders. Spears and Steinberg. Yeah! Run up and get touched up. Suicide. <laughs> and all of y'all know my style. This Osteen comes to us by Frank Williams. Uh, pretend this is a letter from O. Steve that he wrote in his journal. Uh, yo, my heart is broken today. I just witnessed a murder. So a few weeks ago, I took my girl to Planned Parenthood to abort our child that we both agreed that we are not ready for. But a part of me was willing to take on the responsibilities. So we went and saw the doctor and the doc gave her this pill to take to stop the pregnancy from continuing or spreading LOL. And he said, you will have a miscarriage and it's best that you stay inside and next to a restroom. So we get home and about a few hours later, it happened. My girl had a miscarriage right here in our home. I looked at my girl and said, damn, it could have been a junior. And as I flushed the toilet with sadness, a voice from the toilet cried, oh, Steve. Get his jack up. (laughs) I know that was messed up, but I hope I made you guys laugh. And the bad bitch holders find humor in this. Frankie G out. Steve, cut to the fucking music. fucked up wasn't it yeah that was jacked up she had a miscarriage in the toilet uh which by the way was a great i don't know if it was coincidental but it was a great uh cory hokum joke that he did on shaq's all-star comedy jam when he talked about his girl having a miscarriage in the toilet oh uh, yeah i would know that and then flushing the toilet it's a great fucking joke um okay nick puente um all right uh first of uh first thank you uh, nick puente hello gentlemen first thank you Aries and andy for the great content you two are a beautiful comedy team i can't wait to see you guys in denver i'm a bud tender i like that i've never heard that before he's a bud tender I know the spots to go to for the best products i'm happy to give y'all a list of the places at the end 
Harry's, I have one small question, one small request uh, for one of the nights you guys come to Denver. I bought tickets already. I'll buy merchandise on my own. I want nothing for free. All I want is a couple seats in the front row since the improv goes based on the ticket purchase date. Uh, yeah, you read that right. I want to have that target on my back. I want to be in the game, coach. I'm bringing my dad to the show with me, and he's also a fan of yours. He and my mom went to a show you came out for in 2007 or 2008, I believe. Then my mom passed a short time later in 2009. So this show, so this show's special for us. We know what comes with being in the front row at a comedy show. It's no surprise. I don't know if you can make this happen, but it would be cool as fuck if you can. Much love, Nick Puente. Uh, yeah, Nick, I, you know, we could do that. Uh, just send me a reminder, man. Uh, the day before and the day of uh, both email and uh, Instagram. Because, you know, I'm getting up there, brother, in age. And my... Uh, Alzheimer's be kicking in. So you have part-timers <laughs> right now. Part-timers. There you go. It only happens part of time. Uh, yeah, man. So hit me with a reminder and I will hook you up. You and your pops uh, and whoever else you want to bring, brother. Am I supposed to have a comment on this? Oh, I was I was thinking you might. I don't know. I, I don't. You know, I'm glad he's coming to the show. Uh, I, I suggest, though, it's, it, you, you want to be a target. As long as it's a silent target. Yes. Don't be pulling no black shit. Come on with it now. Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking right. forward to going back out to Denver. I, I I didn't go the last year, I don't think. I didn't. Have you ever had any herb from Denver? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Denver is the place that I took the very first time I took a gummy on stage. Okay, that's right. You, you, you mentioned that. Yeah. And, and, and it, dude's it, yeah, and started to hit me. Right as I was getting off stage, I remember looking up at the lights and they like started to pop in my, like I, I they looked like they were popping to me and it was, it was kind of, and I was like, I need to go. <laughs> right. And this dude says he's a butt tender. I like that term. I, I like that too. There, we were doing merch and this, uh, uh, this, I was trying to give him the change and this, the dude goes to me because dude, why, what's your problem, man? Why are you fucking taking so long to give me my fucking change or something like that? I go, dude, you saw me take that gummy, didn't you? And he goes, oh yeah. Right. And he goes, Okay, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Funny. Uh, Am Ambrose Garden Hire. Ambrose Garden Hire. Uh, new Black Panther. What do you guys think of Aldous Hodge being the new Black Panther? Has this been confirmed? Uh, or is he just asking? Either, I like it either way. I think he fits the bill. I think he could do it. Uh, I don't have any problem with that. You don't think he's too old? Nah. Okay. Nah. Um, yeah, I don't have a problem with Aldous Hodge. Um, you like Aldous Hodge for that? And you know, I, I just, I, I, I'm gonna put this like in the same category as Bond, James Bond. Mm -hmm. You got to see what they can do with it, because sometimes you know right. you get someone. And, and yeah, you, you think that's going to work, but it's not great. I mean, I think that, uh, I mean, the dude that they have doing Bond that did the last three of them, or four, what, what's his name? Uh, Daniel Craig. Yeah. Everybody said that was a horrible choice and he fucking killed it. So I just think the actor that they get, if they get in there and they fucking kill it, great. 
Yeah, I don't I don't mind that either. Uh yeah, I think he'll be a good choice. Uh Cyril P. Um point guard convo. Y'all sleeping on Zeke and them pistons. Uh what up though, Aries and Andy? Second email, still catching up on old shows. I'm at shows uh seven through eight months ago and working my way back. Uh, but um, you guys are slacking on Zeke and the bad boys. Think about it like this. Zeke beat Larry and the Celtics, Magic, Kareem, and the Lakers and caused your boy MJ to not reach the finals until the 91-92 season. Remember, MJ got drafted in 83-84. Your majesty had to wait a decade. Sorry, Aries. Oh, and you did, uh, and you did, uh, oh, and you did, you think, made sure MJ was safe while in Chicago. Oof, some protection needed on that sentence. Um, so someone blocked his words. Yes. Uh, Shaq sent that shit into the bleachers section. Uh, remember, Zeke was from the west side of the shy. Zeke had MJ family looked out for and everything. And MJ shitted on Zeke after he looked out for him. Where did Mandela go on his first trip to U.S., Detroit? First team he met, then Pistons. First team with a private jet, then Pistons. First team selling thirty to 50,000 seats in a football stadium, then Pistons. First team to have third jersey color, then Pistons. Uh, with the Raiders, silver and black. Put some respect on Zeke's name and them Pistons. Love y'all. Keep it up, A&A. I never uh, disliked or don't think I gave the Pistons enough credit. Um, But if we're being honest about them Pistons, uh, remember, um, they won in 90, was it 90, 90, 89, and 90. Um, And one of those, I want to say 1990, that was the Scottie Pippen migraine game where the Bulls had taken the Pistons to seven games in Detroit. And Scottie was totally ineffective because of the migraine. Now, uh, you know, this is sports, so let's not make excuses, but let's be honest. If Scottie Pippen doesn't have the migraine and is effective as Scottie Pippen, the Pistons could have only been, could have very well been one and done, meaning one title, 89. It was the game that, that Scotty had the migraine that allowed them to win the game seven. And even then, you know, Bulls was in their ass up until the last minute. So as much as, you know, I respect the Pistons and Zeke, uh, you know, Scotty Pippen is a couple aspirin away from them guys being one-time champs. I, I listen. I know how good he is, and um, first of all, before I even get down this road, you've always uh, stuck up for Zeke. Always. So uh, I can't go along with what he said so far. You've always given him uh, credit. You've always put him high on your point guard list. I'm the one that has a problem with him, I, and I don't know why. I, I don't know if it's personality. I don't know if it's his after game. I don't know if it's at the Knicks. I don't know what it is. Yeah, I just, <laughs> but I know he's, he's in the com always going to be in the conversation for one of the best, but it's just not my guy, man. I just not my guy. All right, listen, I, I agree with Michael Jordan's assessment. Um, outside of Magic Johnson, uh, I think 
uh, Isaiah Thomas is the greatest point guard of all time. Um, but yeah, man. Um, you say that, but I think if Penny Hardaway doesn't get hurt, uh, he's in yeah, that but Penny, you need, you, you need at least a championship to sit at that table. I, I agree with that. I just, skill-wise, it was there. Uh, Oscar Robin, uh, uh, the big O. Uh, who else do I like? Pistol Pete. Uh, who else do we have in that list? I think it was an amazing, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why I, it's just me. Maybe it's just because it was the bad boys and I, and I, I didn't hate the bad boys. It's just, it's, it was just a different kind of basketball. I could hear all the people yelling, uh, Steph Curry over Isaiah Thomas. Well, Uh. but Steph Curry's game didn't even exist when Isaiah was there. Steph Curry's game is a different, it, it 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 doesn't exist in any. It almost doesn't exist in anybody's hands besides Steph Curry. It can't right. because there's guys that can. There's guys that can hit shots from that far away, but the but coaches and and are not going to let guys take that shot. There's very few people that could ever get away with doing that. He proved himself. He proved that he could do it over and over. I know there's guys doing it now, but not at the same consistency. So I I don't I don't know. Um. Yeah. Yeah, man. Big, big shout out to to Zeke. But uh, he seems like he, you know, he, he really wants to stick it to Michael, uh, because there is that uh that sour relationship, um, and it's unfortunate because you know I I would have loved to have seen him on that dream team, you know, you replace John Stockton with him, uh, wow. But it be what it be. Um. Ali D response, Black Adam. Uh, hi, you guys. Just wanted to chime in with my thoughts on Black Adam. That one email, it was too harsh. It's not a bad movie. Is it great? No, but it's not bad. Dude, I really got to watch this again because I, I I don't see why these people are not. But anyway, uh, Dwayne Johnson plays a great superhero and the dude is physically built like one too. What the movie does best is showing you exactly how powerful a superhero is. The issues I have with it are the uh, the other heroes in the movie. They frankly sucked. Uh, I mean, there was Adam Smasher that was basically a shit version of Ant-Man. And the black dude was a crappier version of Captain America with his whole, we don't kill black people. We need to respect the law, blah, 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 bullshit. And then there's an annoying kid. Did I read this? I don't know. I don't think so. I no, think I, th- I did. No, no I think this, this is- line right here. And then there's this annoying as fuck kid that had to use a skateboard in every scene, even though you could walk at the same speed. No, you didn't read this. You did not really. Okay. Also, doesn't this take place in the middle East kids, uh, kids board would be stopped in his tracks by a single pebble caught in the wheels and he would eat shit. Also, boy, what a cringy scene it was when the kid got to town's, People to put their hands up like they're putting up the Rockefeller symbol was damn near waiting for Jay-Z to fly down, propelled by the flapping of his Joe Camel lips and rescue their dumb ass. That is all. Yeah, I didn't read this. P.S. I'm a dude. <laughs> I know on previous emails you thought I was a chick. Oh, shit. I don't know why. You know what? I, I was get- You know why I thought you were a chick? For some fucking reason that makes no sense. I heard Ali D and I was getting you confused with Ali Wong. Ali Wong, 
Am I saying her name right? No, yeah. Ali Wong. Yeah. I was getting you confused with Ali Wong for some reason. And you, you probably ain't even Asian. Jesus Christ. Aries, you were Wong. I was Wong. See? The Weezing. And that's the Weezing. <laughs> I love it, boy. You got your own language. Um, yeah, you know, uh, I, I got to see the movie again, man. I saw it once. I remember enjoying it. Uh, I'm going to see it again. And I, and I think I still am going to enjoy it. Um, y'all are hard, man. Y'all are hard. It, 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 I thought it was fine for what it was. And that's the only way I can say it. It was fine for what it was. I, I, I didn't think. I think people were really looking for this to be the next big Marvel. Uh, I mean, DC movie. And uh, no. It was, it was <laughs> fine. Yeah, I just, I, I just, I got to pour a little liquor out for all the DC homies. Because uh, of this James Gunn, Peter Safran shit. It's just a sad ending. Don't mean to cut you off, man, but we have to take a break. It's nothing personal. It's just business. Um, Poncho Z, a different world. What up, brothers? Aries, this is Poncho Z again, and I've been watching A Different World, and I was wondering why didn't you become a main cast member of the show? Because wasn't your manager the husband of Debbie Allen? Why didn't he just ask Debbie to put you on? Because you definitely have more talent than all the other new cast members of A Different World. Uh, and also, just wondering, did you smash any of the cast members of A Different World, and what did Debbie Allen smell like? Well, that's a weird question. Uh, uh, P.S. Uh, I didn't say that the movie Casino was garbage. I just said it was confusing, like James Woods as a pimp. Really? But did you know that Martin Scorsese was supposed to direct the movie Clockers, but chose to direct the movie Casino instead, and Spike Lee directed Clockers? And Andy, you said that you would have watched Clockers. Uh, can you please convince Aries to watch Clockers? So you two guys can talk about it on the next episode of the podcast because Clockers is way better than Casino. And it probably is the closest thing to a black version of Goodfellas. Um, well, let me answer some of your questions. Uh, by the time I got to a different world, it kind of really was on its last legs. Uh, I would have loved to have been a part of a show like that. Um, but it was really on its last legs. Uh, when they got in the, the new kids... Jada Pinkett and AJ Sanders and I forget the dude's names, but yeah, they were, they were really on their way out, way out. But yeah, that would have been great. Uh, just unfortunate timing. I don't know what Debbie smells like, uh, but I've never been around her and she smelled bad. Uh, so I hope that answers that. Uh, did I ever smash any of the cast members? <laughs> I will leave it at that. Um, <laughs> Uh, and you said, listen, why was it confusing that James Woods was a pimp? He was what most con men are. They're all like pimps and hustlers. He was a hustler. He, he was a two-bit hustler. And, you know, uh, hustlers pimp people, man. He had, hustlers got pimp-like qualities. That's why they're hustlers. Um, so I don't know why that's a far stretch for you. Um, and Andy, you saw Clockers? Yeah, I saw it, but how long ago was that? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, it had to be the nineties. Yeah, yeah, I don't remember. I, I I don't remember. I I would, I would definitely see it again. Uh, do you remember it as being great? 
I didn't remember it at his level of greatness. Mm. Okay. But I, I would see it again. I would I would definitely see it again. All right. Yeah, I I I uh I, I you know I want to even is that the one with Delroy Lindo and Mackay Pfeiffer? Let me let me pull it up. I think it is. I think it is. Yeah, too. I don't think I've seen I don't think I've seen it from credits to credits, but I, I think I've kind of I maybe once or twice tuned into it when it was on, and I just never really gave it my attention. Not because I thought it was bad, just because yeah, ninety five. I just never did. Uh, dude, uh, we got to watch this. It's Harvey Keitel, John Tutorio, Delroy Lindo, Kai Oh Parker, shit, a good cast. Isaiah Washington. Oof. Keith David. Wow. Regina Taylor. I'm Smith. I'm not as dumb as you think I am. Yeah, dude, we got it. We got to go back and see this again. Yeah, you know what? I don't, I don't know what you think you do. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I don't know. Maybe I, I, I do need to check it out again. I, I might have not really paid attention the way that I should have. But you, you put a lot on it, Pancho. When you say it is the black version of Goodfellas, now you, that's a tall order to live up to. Because, because there isn't in the. Uh, in the mob movies, there isn't another version of Goodfellas. There isn't a better version of Goodfellas. No. There's nothing that comes close. Right. So I, I have to watch I wonder, it. I wonder if you would say, is there, a, is there a black street movie that rivals Goodfellas? You say it's right there with it. Let me throw this one out. Tell me yes or no. New Jack City. See, that's the only one that came into my mind, but it's just, it was production of it that made it something. Um, I mean, and it was different at the time. Good, but to the, to the level of, uh, listen, there's certain movies that just fit a genre and do it right. Right. And Goodfellas did that. I don't know that New Jack City speaks to generation after generation. There's, mm. a, there's a lot of good things in New Jack City, but is it that movie? Anything less than New Jack City, which to me feels like anything less. I was going to throw paid and full out there, but nah. Yeah. It's something to look at, though. Uh, it's something. To, uh, let, let's go. Let's watch this movie again and, and see. Yeah, I, I have to have a different lens to watch it now. Matter of fact, matter of fact, maybe we should put that on the to do list for this weekend uh, in in Magoobies because uh, I was going to ask you anyway. What do we have on the on the uh, menu for next week to talk about? Yeah, let's put that on there. Let's do this. Let's do that. You, 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 you. Clockers. Yep. He. Yep. I'll download it. We'll watch it this weekend. Have you glimpsed at all at the Richard Brand HBO thing? Yeah. Yeah, I I, I caught some of it. One, I, I didn't really have a, a lot of interest because Richard Brand, I know he's fucking ridiculously wealthy, but uh, it's one of those things where, you know, if, if like, what, what was my man's name? The comedian, Dick Gregory, or certain documentaries based on the people jump out at you and you go, I have to see that. Richard Brand was never to me a guy where I went, I'm interested enough in him where I have to see that. But that being said, the little bit that I caught, 
I ended up feeling like I was getting sucked in. So I think now I'm interested. Um, I think, it, you know, a couple things. One, I, I growing up in the 80s, in high school in the 80s, uh, and that British music invasion, that second British music invasion, and he was a big deal in it. So that, that he are, had already piqued my interest. But when I saw this, like, Cribs, where he had a house, and he has an outdoor bathroom that's on top of Dude, the hill. the fucking he, island. Dude, how do you... How do I not want to know about someone that would put a a, a fucking toilet <laughs> so that you could overlook your entire the entire uh, island Dude, and in the he, ocean? He lives on his own private island. When I, when I was when I saw the little bit that I saw, and of the part that I saw, he was on his island. Yeah, and I just went, that is stress free. Like like like. You're on your own island. You're surrounded by nothing but clear blue water. You got the fucking whatever, the palm trees, the whatever those trees are, the plants. You're sitting outside eating. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, what does it for me with him is that he does things like took on Coca-Cola. He didn't make, he didn't win. He didn't, he didn't win. He lost money, but that didn't make a difference. Dude, sometimes it's the challenge of doing something that's more important than the outcome. This dude does it. When he sees something that he wants to do, he fucking does it. And I, I, there's something about that that's very, you know, uh, to me is motivational. Like, I'm afraid to do the things I want to do. This dude just does shit. Dude, I take on the challenge of trying to make a woman come all the time. And the outcome is never a good come. <laughs> Dude, I've never taken on that challenge. <laughs> I'll go back to Richard Pryor's line. I got yours. You, I got mine. You go get yours. I, <laughs> I'm in this. I, I really, I have very little say over what, what, like I have, as far as my body, my mood, whatever I do, that's up to me. But what it does, it's on its own. It, it has its own timing and its own ideas. Amen. <laughs> um, I, I, me personally, I'll physically put in the effort, but what it wants to do, it's on its own time frame. I don't. I don't you know I don't, what I mean? I'm not even really on speaking terms with it. We just <laughs> we. It's like a good play. It's like a player in my basketball league. Like I can look at him. It, it knows what I want to do. That doesn't mean I'm always going to get the pass. You know? I just like I. Right. It's not verbally speaking terms. I'm, I'm hoping for the best. The best outcome. But it's on its own. It, it's created its own lane. Hilarious. <laughs> um, oh, shit. Here we go. Oh, boy. Tits in the bathtub. Haven't heard from this motherfucker in a while. Happy holidays, ANA. What up, ANA? Been a minute since I wrote in. Hope y'all are good. One of my favorite songs actually because of Patrice. He played this song on his Black Phillips show. He broke down the lyrics. And it was both funny and entertaining. Uh, thought we'd have a little fun as you both try to break down these lyrics together. Uh, maybe Rocky can shine in and break down one of the lyrics. The lyrics are lengthy and y'all might not have time to break it all down. Whatever you can do is fine. Thanks and have fun with it. 
let me, FYI, a woman wrote these lyrics. No other female artist could ever write a song like this, let alone today. The lyrics are as real as it gets. Let's see if you both feel this as you read the lyrics. I think I already know what this song is. Uh, it's Raining Man. Is this is Raining Man? I don't care about the girls. People talk about reparations. Like, it's a game of chances. Yeah, nigga, this is too, uh, what the fuck? Let me try attempt to attempt some of this. Friends tell me I am crazy and I'm wishing time with you. You'll never be mine. That's not the way I see it because I feel you're already mine whenever you're with me. Ooh, ooh, ooh. People always talk about reputations. I don't care about other girls. Just be good to me. Is any of this sounding familiar to you? No, not yet. Dude, I think I got sleep apnea when I read. <laughs> you ready to go to sleep? No, I'm just, you know, I don't, sleep apnea is that shit where what you snore really aggressively. Yeah. And you, you look like you about to, like you going through some shit. You basically stop breathing. Yeah, I think when I read these emails, man, my chest and throat is like. <laughs> All right. Um, Cause I, I don't get this gas. No other time except when I'm reading these fucking emails. Uh, I don't know what song this is. I wish he would have told me the title. Life is a game of chances. Yeah, I don't know what this is. Coach, next time, include the title of the song, nigga. I don't know what these lyrics are to. Or the artist. Yeah, dude, go back under. All right. Uh, yeah, cults, follow it up. Let us know what the song is, who the artist is, because I have no idea from reading that what I was reading. But Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. I hope you had a good one, Coach. Yeah, I hope you. Yeah, I hope your your head is in a in a better space, brother. Okay, Wolf Jamora, food, food, food. Uh, greetings, Aries and Andy. Long time listener, first time to write in. I am a Filipino American. Uh, oh, you Filipino. Uh, like Manny Pacquiao. Do bidi, uh, all, to all my pants. I want to say to all my pants. Thank you to... Okay. Uh, first off, just wanted to say that your podcast is up there with the best of them because of your thoughtful discussions and conversations, especially about race. As an immigrant of 20 years, uh, I keep learning about America and your discussions open my mind and my eyes to the actual reality of this country. Uh, I hope you can book guests like Dr. Cornel West, Chef Jose Andreas, and Colin Kaepernick. You guys are worthy of those guests. Well, tell them that. Anyway, this is in response to the last part of the Girls, Girls, Girls episode when you talk about food. Since you guys are a couple of foodies, you may not like the term, but when you look at uh, when you look for the tasty local grub while on tour, that's being a foodie. I would like to invite you to join me to taste some Filipino food the next time you have a gig at the Irvine Improv in Orange County, California. I'm down with let that. Me, oh, Filipino? Yeah, I've never had yeah. Filipino food. Uh, let me guarantee you that you have never tasted flavors like this, and you will most definitely fall in love with this cuisine, a whole new dimension of food that you will crave for. So if you're interested in this idea, hit me up on IG, and I will take you to a local spot that will blow you away. Uh, more power. Uh, man, now I got you back now that a spam call fucking came in. 
from Provo, Utah. Uh, so if you hit me up on Instagram, I'll take this blah, 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 blah. more power to you dudes. Keep up the great work. Happy New Year. Peace and love. Wolf Jamora. The G is pronounced like a H. Oh, Hamora. Wolf Hamora. Instagram is at W-O-L-F underscore G-E-M-O-R-A. I'll look you up, dog. Yo, yeah, I'd lo- you, I would love to go do that. Yeah, if you pay in, fuck that. I'm with it. You know? Uh, I would not mind to go eat with the Filipino man as long as he pay because he is a pan. <laughs> How does he say big? Is it big pan? Does, he, does it the B? I'm, I'm a very big pan. I'm a big fan of your work. I love your work. You have a big fan. <laughs> big fan. Uh, almost sounds like big man. That's a big motherfucker over there. Yeah, that's a very big man. Big, big pan. Okay, I'm fucking killing this nigga shit. Um, dude, have you ever heard of Off-White? Yeah. Okay. You know, I was on Vlad. And that was one of the segments that got a lot of attention that we talked about. You might have even seen my post on Instagram uh, when he was talking about black artists. Yeah, I like when you shut you kind of slowed him down. I did like that part, though. Yeah, like, I, you know, I I never heard this motherfucker. And, you know, it's like I'm telling him, dude, you you know that because you, you know, you know, a lot of black well to do rappers and people that have made it. I mean, average street nigga don't know who off white is. I don't know anyone else who knows the brand off white. Right. I don't, I don't know anybody else who knows it. And, and frankly, I, you know, I, 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 I ran across it, I think accidentally, but right. I, I don't have that kind of money. That's like, I'm telling you, unless you are artsy black person or in a supper, in a particular upper echelon in, in society, the average street nigga don't know who Basquiat is. No, that's not true. No, come on. Dude, it's been too many years. I mean, he died. You, you, you think the average black person in Kansas, Ohio, Indianapolis know who Basquiat is? Yeah, only because it's, beca- it's, no. it's become part of popular culture. Like his crown is part of popular cu- culture. There's certain things that move into pop, cult- pop culture that... Uh, is reflected, and maybe they don't know who he is. Maybe they didn't recognize something of his art. This motherfucker has done too much artwork showing black naked male penises no, and he does, bodies. He doesn't. Niggas show ain't any, doing. He doesn't show any. Basquiat doesn't show any dicks. He doesn't do any of that. Nah. The black dude's half naked. Nah. That no. Ain't him. That ain't him. Okay. Um. But with uh, the off-white brand, that that brand though, that that comes from. Um, it's relationship to Louis Vuitton is probably how I why I ran into it. Let me read this one because this is about that, but it's short. Ambrose Gardenhire. I think I just read something from this motherfucker. Uh, big fan of both the use both these, and I was able to catch your live show in early December in Irvine. My first question is to Andy: uh, How do people tell Jews apart from one another? Uh, also, is Judaism a race or a religion? Aries, I peeped your interview with Vlad, and my question to you is: Who the fuck is Virgil, and what the fuck is Off White Clothing brand? Well, well, that's all I have for now. Peace, love, and hip hop soul, Swagger Jones. Swagger Jones, I like that. Yeah, that's that's the name of the podcast right there. Swagger. Race or religion, nigga? 
Swagger Jones. Dude, that's that's a good name. Is it up there with Leroy Furious? Yeah. Le- Could you imagine? Leroy the- Furious and Swagger, Swagger Jones. Jones. Yeah, right there. Right. <laughs> How you doing, Jive Turkey? I'm Detective Leroy Furious, and this is my partner, Swagger Jones. <laughs> it's perfect. Um, Not so fast, Chicken Marsala. <laughs> All right, go ahead. I'm going to make that work. Fuck that. <laughs> it, it's too... Turkey though, it's one word. You need you need something that is one turkey. Chicken Marcellus is too too it has to have a, too much. It has to have that one uh string. Not so okay. Let me not so fast. String beans. No. <laughs> <laughs> Why the fuck turkey? But go ahead. Uh it's complicated to his answering his question. Oh, oh shit. Well, because it is a religion. But it is also a, a, a race of people. And how do you tell them apart? I mean, how do you tell other people apart? I don't know. People could tell tell me I'm Jewish. Right. So, I mean, obviously, there's some type of look that comes with it. I mean, I can recognize just think, other Jews. They just think men in black. But there, there are, there, you know, fuck, dude. I, I, I would love to answer that question. How do you tell someone's French from being... Uh, uh, Spanish in your nose is as big as the baguette. You know, there's just little giveaways. There's little tells, but it's 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 about the culture is what it becomes about. Uh, there are plenty of people. It's rooted in Jewish culture, so I, I think some of that is is how I would define it is the culture. Um, yeah, but it is it is both. There are people like I, I'm. Uh, my heritage is Jewish, but um, I wasn't born from a Jewish mother. So am I really a Jew? If I, you know, you have to do the conversion process. Even if you were, even if you were raised in a Jewish house, you still, it, it becomes complicated. So I, I'd rather, if you really wanted to ask me, I, I would love, to, I'd send you any information you wanted to explain it better, but it's just, it's, it, it's not going to be a fun conversation. Um, Okay, I think that was uh, in terms of all he asked. I hope that answer is satisfactory to you. And I read your email. Tw- I read two emails from you today. Uh, Who was it? Oh, oh, this is this is the Swagger Jones. Swagger Jones. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, dude, I can explain it better, but it, it's just uh, hit me up. Uh, e- you can email me. Hit me up on Instagram, uh, Andy Comedy. And uh, I'll be I'll be sure to send you some stuff so I can explain it in a better way. Um, yeah, it's just details, and it's just it's just boring. Don't mean to cut you off, man, but we have to take a break. It's nothing personal. It's just business. Oh, I gotta read this one from uh, Jose Gardia because he's responding to Poncho Z. Poncho Z response, yo, what the fuck is up with Poncho? This motherfucker tripping. Casino is one of the best movies of all time. But I mean, can we blame Poncho? One of his favorite movies is probably Blood In, Blood Out. Ha ha. And then while we're on that note, uh, let me read one more from Jose, which is short and sweet. Might as well get the back-to-backs out of the way. 
Off the dribble. Yo, the Byron Scott podcast interview was dope. I give it five yo's out of five yo's. My nigga said fried milk. You had Byron rolling the entire time, man. You fucking killed it, my guy. I'm happy for you. I thought how much fun both of you guys were having throughout the interview, man. I swear I was smiling the whole episode. I'm glad he finally put it out. Byron seems to uh, seems like a real ass nigga just like you. Merry Christmas, my guy. Happy New Year. Hopefully you got Phoenix in that lineup coming in 2023. Uh, yeah, that's one of the... That's spots trying to get back um trying to get back um but thank you man for the for the byron scott thing that was fun dude it was good it was a good pod you saw the whole thing i uh, not the whole thing i saw i saw bits and pieces of it it's good uh, though well everything i right. saw was really good and and his you you guys together were were, were good there was a nice, nice there's nice rhythm there between the two of you um <clears throat> And yeah, Pancho Z is tripping. Yeah, well, you know what's missing too that don't, you know, Casino is a great movie. I just want to say this because this gets missed because we, this is what we kind of talked about when we, when uh, Pancho Z first sent this in. It's a great movie. It's a gangster movie. It has all the gangster parts, but that the affair between him, uh, between, uh, what's his name? Robert De Niro Sharon Stone. and Sharon Stone. That's the underrated part that makes that movie move. And that's uh, when we talked about it a little bit. Man, dudes go through this shit. Yeah. This is a this is a woman that I, I don't want to I don't want to go deep down this right now, but women act like they're not in charge of shit sometimes. Women are in charge of shit. They are in charge of all the shit. Yes. Uh, yes. They yes. Yeah. And so this is where and this would be a complicated uh Dude, I would love to have some kind of discussion with this about that kind of relationship with a woman involved in this and let her explain Sharon Stone to us. I watched that movie twice a year just so I could hear Jew motherfuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. You Jew motherfuck you. Don't you ever go over my head again. You Jew motherfuck you. The only reason why you exist is to take a piece of your Jew ass. And this is a guy, honestly, if you watch it, this is about relationships. This guy did not have any good relationships. What's his good relationship? Right. Right. Hmm. I'm just thinking, yeah, Tony Soprano saying that line. <clears throat> Everybody would think a piece of your fucking Jewish. Don't you ever go over my head again, you Jew motherfucker. You. Or what he told the other guy, he goes, Maybe got a bad idea of who I am and what I do. And right about the time you be coming out of your coma, I'll be coming out of prison. And I'll crack your fucking head open again. Because that's who I am. That's what I do. I like that. But I said, when I said to you, though, uh, it was all, it's all about relationships. It reminded me yeah. of Barry Katz. Because uh, he always talks about everything's a relationship. And I was like that. Right. God, see, that would have been great to have me and more right now. Yeah. Could you imagine that, us doing that scene? Uh, uh, Jay Moore as Barry Katz, a.k.a. Sam Rothstein, and me as Nikki as Tony Soprano. Oh, that would have been fucking great. Dude, I, I know that you wouldn't want another person on your your tour with you that did impressions because of the obviously reasons why. But, dude, it would be but so... we wouldn't clash. It, you know, but it would be so funny, though, to watch you with someone else, though, that had good impressions because I think you would right. bring them out through your whole set. You'd keep calling them out. Do this. Oh, yeah, that, that would be, uh, yeah, I could, uh, God, 
It's all about relationships, man. Oh, I wish I could remember some Sam Rothstein lines, you know. Yeah. You, what are you doing? You're going to scare that guy. You know, the more I think about it, I'm starting to think you don't want to be involved with nothing I want to be involved in. That's right. I don't want to be involved, man. I can't do Barry. <laughs> I know, but Barry is such a fun, and that's uh, that's inside baseball because most of you don't know who Barry Katz is, but he's known in this industry, and it's so he is a distinct character in this industry, and he's yes. not even famous for being on stage or yes, but that voice is so specific, and his just the way he delivers and his you know his vibe is very uh, you feel it. it. It's funny. Uh um. Sheldon Marcotti, mad yourself, mad Aries. Dear Aries, um, oh, oh, I think this one might be shitting on me. Um, dear Aries, I've been a fan since your mad TV days. Uh, Neverland Ranch song with Peel was my shit. Then on YouTube, several years later, I found out you and Phil Lamar did a sketch with the old Michael versus. The new Michael. Uh, stop. Oh, no, he's not shitting on me. Stop. Go back. You were an Oreo. I'm paraphrasing, but still. Aries, you had the potential to be the next Martin. Uh, well, maybe he is shitting on me. Let me read this. Uh, I think you could have been Shaft personally, but I think because of your Larry David personality, you get blackballed. Uh, you're a real-life version of Larry David. The game once said in a song, Morris Chestnut was the real-life actor and Tupac was the real Ricky. Uh, the thing is, Peel, he is, uh, the thing with Peel is he's well-spoken brother like myself. He has a Caucasian mom just like me. My mom looked like Morticia Adams when she gave birth to me. I can't wait to find out who that is because Andy's laughing. Uh, my mom looked like Morticia Adams when she gave birth to me and my pops look like Roland Martin. It proves that us brothers have swagger no matter how we look. Think about it. We just have that essence, which is why we have the magazine named after us. I want you to know that both you and Steinberg are not wrong in your viewpoints. Two profound truths can be ooh, true at the same time. And I think that's where you and Steinberg struggle the most. America is the definition of the Avril Levine's song, Complicated. Uh, there's just so many truths where it's like the Social Security office where it can be hard to get to one at one at the time. Uh, anyways, email me back at the address for more questions. You have so much on your resume, bro. It's not even funny. You just have to have gratitude. Remember, you got to meet your idol when he, you got to meet your idol when he was filming his last trilogy. I know you speak so much about Beverly Hills Cop wanting uh i know you speak so much about beverly hills cop wanting to but at least give three credit oh I, I know you speak so much truth about beverly hills cop wanting to but at least give three credit it shows axel's growth from shelly oh boy i'm telling you some of you niggas writing skills is like my ability to read these emails with gas <laughs> He was doing really good until he got to that part, though. Yes. I know you speak so much about Beverly Hills Cop wanting to, but at least give three credit. 
Oh, okay. I, now I get what he's saying. All right. No, man. Uh, three was no, man. Three was garbage, nigga. Garbage. No, no. And I think a character can evolve uh, and still be great. Uh, I'm not saying he's got to be the wise cracking Axel Foley that he was in the first two, but you know, find the funny within the maturity. There's still got to be some truth even in maturing that can be funny. Um, do you like his assessment of me? I'm the black Larry David. I think it just means misunderstood. Okay. I'll you take are misunderstood part. though. I try to tell people all the time, like, but it, it, as humans, we're complicated. And I, honestly, I think I've said this before, dude, you are the nicest dude. I know you're also the biggest dick. I know, <laughs> you know, you know what I mean? You can. And when he said there's two truths, you can be both, which is like, you're the nicest guy. You really want, you really yeah, that just can't like that. Just I'm gonna be honest, I wasn't expecting that. that to me, that can yeah, that no, I, I but, like it, but goddamn. Well, but I seen it when when someone puts you in a place that you don't want to be. You're not staying there, not for anyone or any way. You're gonna, you'll shake a mountain. <laughs> you're not gonna stay there. And I've seen you get mad at people. You've gotten mad at me, but you, 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 and I, and, but I know that there's a, there, there, there's a, a response where you're getting mad at me, but then I can see you go, mm, I'm, I don't need to go this far. But when you don't have a relationship with someone and they, that's fucking, what it is. That's what it is. Yeah. Because, 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 because it is you, I'm going, come on, man. Like, this is like your people's man. So you, you you're not going to wild out like yeah. that. But, um, yeah, no, you're right. You're right. So, but, but you are, but that's where I'm saying you're misunderstood because people, this is, this is the part that I, I don't like about us as people. We judge, we want to be, if we make a mistake, we want to be able to fix it. We want to people to be able to accept our mistake and for us to be able to move on. We want all these things. We say all these things about who we are as ourselves, but when someone else does something, we judge people always by their lowest moment. We never judge right. people by going, man, that was a bad day for that motherfucker. Look how, look, look what it did to him. It brought him to his lowest moment. Right. No, we just go, no, that's who he is. No, that's not who you are. That's when life has brought you to your knees, to your lowest moment. And we hold people to that accountability, but we don't want to be held to ourselves personally to that area. And I like what he said, though, about us having two truths, because this is also two truths. In America, as I, as I keep trying to understand why this is the way it is, America's young, it's still youthful, and it was an experiment. And it was always supposed to, it was, it was known as an experiment. But here's the thing. When we really get back and you, 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 uh, you, you back up so that you can see the history of what this is. If you go to Europe, Europe was fighting with each other all the time. People hated each other. All, all the European countries and within their countries hated each other. There was wars that went on in, in, in those countries. Wars across. The Middle East has always been at war. Everywhere in the world has always been at war with each other. Everywhere. This has gone on endlessly. So what we did in America is we took all of, we, we, we took a piece of land from some indigenous characters that were living here perfectly well. And the reason I said characters is there was more than one indigenous group here. 
and we so we take this and we say we're going to make a new experiment where everybody can live here. So what we've done essentially is we've taken everyone from around the world, whether they came here on their own or not, and we put them into one place. And we know that when they shared the whole world, they couldn't get along. But we put them into one landmass and said, we're going to have separate states, but we're going to be united. This is a complicated issue. So when he says two truths can run, be simultaneously right. I have to agree with them because we're in a place that doesn't, this doesn't exist in the, in 250, what, 260 something years ago. This wasn't here. It didn't work this way. It didn't operate this way. It wasn't possible. The world would never imagine that you could take everyone from everywhere, stick them in one place and say, go. Right. We didn't get along when we had the whole world to live in. How are we going to do it in here in this space? Right. There you go. So I really like his note. I, I, and I think it's, pro, I, I like where it came from. And uh, I keep, keep right in brother. I appreciate it. Uh, where are we time wise? Uh, we're right there, man. We're, and I got to get this over to Steve too. So. All right. I'll read one more. Here we go. Uh, Gabatron 88. Uh, my rebuttal. Uh, when preparing to watch Black Adam, I went in with little hope. I already knew the movie had done poorly in the box office. My my wife... Oh, I read this one before. Did you? Yeah, because I remember this one part about his wife, him talking about his wife. Dude, you know, I know there are people that reach out to us sometimes and go, man, do y'all need a such and such and such and such? And I go, nah, we're really kind of a gorilla podcast, but goddamn... It seems like sometimes it'd be nice to have a such and such and such and such. Uh, let me, okay, this one is, let me, I know I haven't read this one, but this is nothing. All right, this is from Gene Deal. Tulsa King. Tulsa King TV series season one, renewed for season two, starring Sylvester Stallone, 10 episodes on Paramount TV. Uh, I'm waiting to watch this. I, I'm, I'm waiting for the, all the seasons to play. I, I do not and will not eat one chip. I peeped uh, the first I'm, three episodes. There's only three? No, I peeped the first three, though. How How is it? It's. I'm glad I did start watching it because it's all about the setup. They're setting it all up. The first three episodes, nothing really starts happening until now. And you know how many episodes they're in now? Ten. They're going to be ten. I, I don't know where they're at now, but it's close to... I, 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 I have to look. But I'm yeah, glad I watched... I, I, I'm glad I watched those first three because it sets up the season. If you watch, does that, that mean it's slow? It's it. They're giving you the details. They're giving you the details. I'm not saying it's slow, but it's not. You know, if, if you're looking for man food action in this, it's not going to come right away because he has to set up the deal. But mm. I like how they did it because they didn't go too deep. They they didn't they didn't, the origin story is coming along as we watch it. Him being in jail, he's out of jail. He's in jail, he's out of jail. And it goes right to, the. it starts right from that point. He's walking out of jail almost mm. immediately. So you, and then they give you the story. So you don't, we're not going to spend a lot of time on that. But he has to set up all the characters, all the people that he's going to have to go through. And it's, it, it, it's, it's already getting cool at the third episode. So I, I think it's going to be good. Yeah, I, I want to see it, and I'm going to see it, but I have to wait for the, the whole thing to come out because I don't want to do that to myself. 
It's close. I think it has to at least be eight episodes in. Yeah, this is going to be a great, but this is going to be a great but trying time for television for me because, like I said, January 15th is the premiere of the third season of Godfather in Harlem. I think in February, if not February, for certain March is season two of Mayor of Kingstown. And then I just saw uh, the, the final season of Snowfall is coming. Yeah. Uh, in 2023. Yeah, I've been seeing a lot. So of this, is, this, this, this is going to be, a we lot. got a bag of Doritos. We got a bag of Ruffles, queso <laughs> chips. We got, uh, uh, we got Cheetos, uh, cheesy popcorn. We, th- yeah, this is, this going to be, this is it. The interesting thing about this Tulsa King, though, that I thought was kind of different. He's playing it at 75 years old. Like he says he's 75 in, in, in the, in the show. Right. So there's a little difference to this, but he's still the bad character. So uh, the badass character. So it's going to, it's very, it's going to be, uh, I- I'm really looking forward to catching this, up with this. At, at this age, that nigga's veins look like, uh, Twizzlers. I don't even think like if he needs a blood draw, they just poke a little needle hole and just hold a little cup under it, let it run out, put a band aid yeah, over it. Yeah, nigga, veins. God damn. Like baby snakes, nigga. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so there it is. Uh, there it is. Uh, it it. Dates? Oh, dates, 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 mm-hmm. dates. Guys, again, Magoobies uh, for New Year's. Come on out, man. It's cold, but we're going to have a good time. We're going to fucking, it's going to be nice. Uh, that's the uh, 29th through the 31st. We have Magoobies in the Baltimore area. Uh, Helium Buffalo, the 5th through the 8th, providing that the uh, snow does not uh, keep everyone outside of Buffalo. Uh, we will be there. We're going to be there somehow. We're going to be there. We're going to have a good time in Buffalo, which I really like Buffalo. I can't wait to get back there. And, and you just refuse to wear long johns, huh? No, I won't wear long johns. Fuck wow. Uh, Helium, St. Louis, the uh, the twelfth through the fifteenth of January. We're going to be the cold, the, the freezing cold tour. Uh, CB Live. I will be at CB Live in Phoenix, Arizona, the twentieth through the twenty second. I said, believe with Harlan Williams uh, out there. Then come out and see uh, your boy. Just hanging out. Toledo, Funny Bone, the twenty seventh and twenty eighth of uh, January. Oh, uh, hold up, real quick, Andy. Did you get? Uh- the DC date? Yeah. Did I tell you about that? No, but I want to talk to you about it because that was interesting. Yeah, when we get off the, the yeah. Yeah. Okay. And uh then we're gonna be at the Virginia Beach Funny Bone, uh the 10th through the eleventh. And I already said on the opposite of uh, the episode previously, yesterday's episode, that I'm taking the Chinatown bus just to be there because and I didn't say this on the episode. Why am I taking the Chinatown bus? It's only two days. It's Friday, Saturday. And it is financially, I wouldn't be able to go if I had to pay for a big flight. So if I, I jump on the bus, cut my expenses down to minimal, and it works out. It's not just about being economically sound. I can't, this is the way to make this shit work. You got to do, if you're not, if your name is not on the outside the building, Mr. Airy Spears, you have to come up with other ways to make this <laughs> shit work. Bus ride only today. I might get some free chicken, some ch- Chinese fried chicken on the uh, uh, on this ride. Chinese fried chicken. Did I already introduce the, the music guest? No, do it so we can get this <laughs> to Steve. Yeah. Oh man, look at my dumbass. 
since uh okay and we are we are at the tail end folks no more musical guests uh probably after about two more episodes we are tail ending this is it uh malik jordan uh that's it malik jordan song is called wrong things uh malik jordan there it is steve these episodes are on the way to you merry christmas steve Wish your boy Steve a Merry Christmas. He, well, you, this guy works so hard for us. Guys, send in some notes for complimenting Steve and his awesome sound. You listen to other podcasts and you know the sound quality on our podcast is fucking prime compared to some of these other top-notch fucking podcasts out there. All right, y'all. There it is. We're out. Yeah. Uh, it seems the same people from the same city that I represent. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it seems the same people from the same city that I represent Talking shit behind my back, but probably cause I'm heaven sent None can match my rhetoric or static that my records get They did the same to Jesus, except I'm writing my own testament They check us, but I'm chess with this, I check them over, set the end I bet they bitch gonna wanna ride a nigga like equestrian If she got me on her social media, it's questioning Yeah, we all rap, but I'm the only one that's getting it You niggas awful, old niggas still bitter, man, this shit is awesome Motivation to see bigger things, I'll get like Marshall, why you other niggas sip a change? Lyrically, I'm in the foreign, we just ride in different lanes. Niggas hiding in their ways, stick the sides, I pick the plays. Did in two years what they couldn't, bitch, I'm getting praise. They say you local still, not to me, I'm known for skill. I'm the best, if they wanna test, I hope they wrote they will. No contest, no, I won't digress, I hope they know the deal. So obsessed with my own interest, but gloat, they hope for meals. I'm that nigga, Roski out with descriptions. They try and compare the knives when I drop and they never mention. My options are overtop and they not, and they better give it. I'm Chopping, they hopes are rotten. Top rhyming, I go for chicken. Won't stop till I'm over getting. I'm popping, but no prescription. Won't stop, yeah, that's no collision. They flop in our whole position. Why you worry about the wrong things? These niggas worry about the wrong things. Why you worry about the wrong things? Worry about the wrong things. Why you worry? It's cause I'm here. M-A-L-I-Q, bitch. I'm that nigga. Yeah, I'm that nigga, bitch. Thanks for listening to the Spears and Steinberg podcast. If you'd like to know who's responsible for this shit, well, it was hosted by Ari Spears and Andy Steinberg, produced by Steve Merrick and Anthony Holmes, executive producer, Big Papa, Robert Kelly, and Matt Kleinschmidt for the Laugh Button Podcast. For more information on where to find us on the internet, visit www.spearsbergpod.com. You don't like to do it face to face? No, I don't I don't like that way. I don't like to see the face. You mean nope. <laughs> That's crazy. Look! You can get a doggy style, you can get a ling on your side. Those are your only choices. This is my house and I get to say. Got it?